0: Hello and welcome to 13. This is the last episode of this year. And as we record this episode, it occurs to us that most of our audience, as well as most of the people, are basically excited about the new year. They start planning for a new year that they would like to do things. All that jotting down happens. We buy new diaries and journals and what all we want to do. And then, somewhere, probably by mid-January, all of that those actions that we have planned towards our health, well-being or uh, our finances or our career or our education, all of that start sort of fizzing out. Why does this happen when there is a plan in place? That's a big question that we have to ask ourselves. Welcome to 13. 13 is a podcast about being and creating. In this podcast, we acknowledge the mundane and celebrate the everyday. Here, we interact, read, and share our experiences with an intent to be and to create. Your hosts for today are Prasanna and myself, Shankresh. Let's get started. So, Prasanna. You recently put up a video on your YouTube channel about the distinction between planning and strategy. And you gave the anecdotal story of Shivaji and how he captured uh, a fort in Surat. And within a span of eight years, because of creating a strategy, he was able to grow from 19 forts to 280 forts, I believe, or 260 forts, whatever the number yeah. is. I'm not sure, but some 1300% growth is phenomenal. And a lot of times that video made me wonder that we are doing both planning and strategizing simultaneously. But sometimes we aren't aware what we are doing. And we mix up the two things. And a lot of times, therefore, we aren't aware of our creation itself. So I wanted you to start with Creating the distinction very quickly between planning and strategy, and how do we then take forward from there? Yeah, absolutely, Shanti.
1: So perfect. But I think just one quick correction. So it was in Surat; it was raiding Surat for their wealth and financial stability, and not for winning a fort there. But right. you are right. And but otherwise, since the victory of their nineteenth fort uh, of Kondana in uh, sixteen seventy 1670 to sixteen seventy eight, he has won as you said, 300% to move to 264. So 1300%. that has been correct, 1600%. 1300% absolutely. So tremendous, uh, you can say, uh, growth or uh, development there. And the whole idea of bringing strategy as a topic there was many a times we confuse strategy for planning or we interchangeably use planning and strategy. And we say that we are going to plan the year or plan for the new year. So, and that's what we have been doing by the way, when we say planning, we do planning only, which is to look at doing an incremental betterment of things. So if I am anyways doing say a business or a job, I try to look at how do I incrementally change that. But strategy is not about that strategy is not about doing things which you are sure you are going to do based on your budget and other uh, resources strategy is about coming with a completely new idea in a very different thing. And the two things which we have seen in that video also, when it comes to strategy are where to play and how to win. Now, these are the two important questions, which comes up with strategy, which means you will also disrupt yourself. I think that's a topic which is very relevant today. We talk a lot about how technology is disrupting industry, how technology or new ways of doing things is disrupting markets and all we talk about that. But many a times we shy away from looking at how we should disrupt ourselves. And I think that has to be on top of our list in the fast changing era of today's exactly. world, UK world as we keep calling it, uh, uh, volatile, a- ambiguous, uncertain. So typically in this kind of situation, rather than waiting for things to come and disrupt us, how can we ourselves disrupt ourselves? I think that can be a very interesting way of
0: looking at it bringing that big shift when you talked about it was reminding me on a parallel note of Amol Palekar's Golmal I think 1970s film it must be and Amol Palekar in that is coming from a very humble background but that humbleness that simplicity is also shaping his personality and so he lacks confidence he lacks uh, uh sort of exuberance and 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 uh, and therefore is less expressive in a way or very reserved in uh, terms of bringing forth his expression and then he meets ashok kumar and ashok kumar says agar and, and in the it's in the context in a funny movie it's put up where he's trying to win the heart of uh, a young lady but uh, Ashok Kumar says that if you want to win the heart of this young lady, then which means that there has to be a big paradigm shift in the way you are approaching at things. And then what he creates for him, uh, for Amol Palekar, what Ashok Kumar creates for Amol Palekar is a strategy in terms of mm. how you bring a shift in your personality is the same person. He is still kind hearted. He still makes those decisions. He, there is vulnerability, yet the way he looks at that outlook i think that's very important which we miss often we are looking Absolutely. at linear growth in planning like you said
1: correct uh, I, I, I don't want to sound keep correcting but maybe in that excitement you said the w- movie golmaal but it is not golmaal but i get your point in golmaal it is the two two different uh, double role Kind of thing of uh, yes, Amol this is Choti si <laughs> si You are right, <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. But, um, yeah. The strategy is the right thing, and it is shown as if he is kind of a modern uh, age. We can call someone like a guru, consultant, motivator kind of a person. Kumar has done a fabulous job there, but you are right, he gives him a kind of strategy on which are the things he should work on and what are the things he should change in order to win the heart of that lady. So, right. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there are many such kind of uh, things which happen in our day to day life also where we get into what is already happening and that stops us from taking new actions and looking at new things. So um, New Year in a way becomes a symbolic, uh, you can say, beginning point where yeah, hmm. our beginning. To relook at things. So other than that, also one can do it today also. Don't I have to wait till 31st of December. But somehow it symbolically also gives you that beginning, as you said, to relook at things and restart things.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean that's something which we always kind of miss out on. And we think that everything that is new, we are excited with, even if it is conceptual, like a new year. Correct. Earth is just crossing the path on the orbit. And and that particular path is where we call first of January. And so we assume that it's something new, that every moment is new. And we we forget about that because if every moment becomes new, then the new becomes mundane. So we, we are excited about something which we then want to celebrate.
1: Absolutely. And at the same time, if you see, uh, when we are talking about starting new, many times we don't discuss about stopping things, we only talk about starting things. Mm. So it is equally important to stop certain things because at the end of the day, it is a game of attention. Mm. You, You will be able to attend A only if you stop attending B or giving your time and energy and resources to B. So I think this is also a good time to look at what we should stop. Uh, doing. And I think that will be a big opening because uh, we assume that the way way we live life today, we want to continue that. And yet we want to introduce something new in our life. And that becomes a catch. It doesn't allow
0: the space and the uh, uh, time to uh, get something new created. Right. And stopping thing is one. that looking and being aware of what things are those which we want to stop but also equally important is purging things which we Mm. never look at we want to accumulate a lot of information we want to accumulate a lot of things whatever it is but we never consider purging no, absolutely correct. So when I said
1: stopping, I think it's a lack of that power of that word stopping kind of uh, only thing we think in a process or task point of view to stop, but I, you are right. I wanted to say that way that it is giving up or letting go rather of mm. things, uh, thoughts, things, emotions, all those things. In fact, it can be in many years and kind of reaching that empty slate in a way metaphorical empty slate, which allows you to then come from the thing from a uh, space where your
0: past is not pulling you back. When we started the conversation about creating the distinction for strategy, you said about these two questions and can you elaborate a little bit about those two questions and then particularly focus on how they become different from planning apart from linear growth, because we need to also know what are the questions we ask when we are planning things so that it becomes very clear. Correct. So I think when we talk about these two
1: questions of uh, where to play, for example, it is the area where you want to get into because of various things. One is there is a need for you in that market or that zone, and there is something which you need to be in there. So it's something which is your liking also kind of, you can say is a very good concept to look at that in a way where the market needs it, the market is willing to pay you and you love doing that so that is a very good combination or a sweet spot where you can enter into and no one else is there so that gives you a added advantage and then once you are there now that the game is set and the ground is fixed now is the time to look at how to win that game then so then you have to come up with different strategies of making sure that uh, you are not just playing the game which everyone else is playing so if you see various, Examples which have caused disruption, the word which we use sometime back, even from disrupting our industry, uh, Uber or Ola disrupted the taxi business, not by being another taxi mm. or uh, Airbnb did not disrupt the accommodation business by being another hotel or a restaurant or a accommodation place. They, whole, they changed the whole concept of looking at it. Airbnb said that I will not own a single hotel, mm. Uber said that I will not buy a single uh, car. Yeah. So the whole domain of playing the game in a very different area altogether. And that's what is happening in very field in education, we see that happening in manufacturing, it is happening in healthcare, it is happening. So that's what that whole new idea is what is important here. And of course, then carrying that idea to execution is also part of strategy. Many people differentiate and between ex- strategy and execution saying that, okay, first we will strategize, then we will execute, but it is not like that. In case of Shivaji's example, if you see the whole execution of that thing of going to raid Surat, that itself is part of strategy. So execution and implementation is part of strategy, not separate from it. Right. And visa vis planning when we say Planning is more about the things which we are already doing. Like again, going back to that Uber and taxi, uh, example of, uh, in case of Mumbai, at least I can tell you the black and yellow taxis, Kalipili as they used to say. So those Kalipili taxis, if you want to plan for the new year, no, what you do is, okay. I have three taxis this year, next year. I will make sure that I will buy four taxis mm. so that we have a little more business. So I will keep some more budget. I will also have a good driver.
0: I will train the driver. So you are doing planning there. there is no strategy. Here. Absolutely right, because when you were mentioning about Uber, I was simultaneously thinking about another successful business, which was fairly good was Meru until a disruption came into the market. And what perhaps Meru and other most conventional business have been doing is about planning. And fundamentally, if you see what Uber did, like you said, is ask these questions in terms of in the context of strategy, where to play and how to win. Whereas in context of planning, our question is what to play and how to act. And we Mm. look at, and and so probably Meru did this business about what to play. Okay. In the next year, uh, financial year, we'll make a 25% growth. And so how to act. So, okay, we will approach so many drivers, get in so many cabs, uh, inducted into the team and we will build up the team. And then Uber never did that about. i mean obviously as part of planning they would have certain targets set for themselves but as part of strategy it is never in the game about bringing the drivers or to 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 register into your on your platform that automatically happens when you have a disruptive model very true and then you start commanding the rules of the game then the moment you see
1: uber became uber uh, the rest of the players were in just 30% then all the Merus of the world, the Kali Pili taxis of the world, they were in what 30% or 20% of them uh, getting the market share, but the rest of the market share went to the Ubers and the Ulas.
0: Yeah. And when we are discussing this example, we must also clarify our stand. It is only from the growth perspective of the, of capturing the market, not from profit perspective, because Uber has burnt investors money a lot. and probably is not done enough profit or is in fact on a side of a little loss itself. I don't know about the stats, but essentially they have burnt a lot of investors money to kind of, uh, lure the drivers and public into that ecosystem. So that's another thing, but, uh, at, at, and it has come at a cost, but that was their game. Uh, no, yeah, it, I been agree bootstrapped, with you. it would have been a very different business. So uh, if somebody. comes with this question, I'm just clarifying our stand that only we are looking at the growth of capturing the market share, not about making profits.
1: In this context good for clarifying that point shan but to be very honest when it comes to these big scale startups of any kind they all operate in this way so there is an investor money which is going to a large extent a lot of years there is also a revenue generation model in place so there is a revenue model but it takes time for them to actually generate the revenue so i get your point but that's how many of these big scale uh startups kind of work so yeah. and for then a this lot of this
0: time reminds me of zeroda as well When uh, uh, I was hearing the interview of, uh, who is he, Nitin Mm Kamat, the founder of Yeah, and and he started into the uh, share business because of the itch to own some material goods in life that okay, I want to buy this expensive watch. So let me invest in shares, make so much money. And then once you make that much money, you will buy that watch, then you fulfill your desire. And then you keep doing that. But soon he realized that that's not what uh, gives you joy or happiness. It's actually the process of making money rather than you know, buying that uh, watch. So, and, and somewhere in the conversation, he mentioned that the advantage for him was that he was not rooted in the field, which is if you're investing in shares, most of the times the big players were always rooted in Mumbai, whereas hmm. he was in Bangalore. And it gave him the advantage of in, in being in a different context of knowing technology and using that to develop a completely different model. And, and that also being a bootstrapped business where he has not raised any funds from the market and made tremendous profit. So that also gives you a disruptive advantage. So sometimes shifting your context or internally shifting your field will allow you to look at things differently. Absolutely. I fully agree. And I think with that, I think we can
1: look at what are the ways in which we ourselves can use strategy as well as planning both are required complementary in a way in mm-hmm. our own lives, when we come to our own targets for the year 2020. I think that's it from
0: my side, Actually, Shantesh, if you want to add a few more lines, to complete I, think, the- I think we have summarized the conversation. And It's the New Year's weekend. So let the public go out and celebrate instead of listening to our podcast and our gyan so much. So, At that note, I think we can complete our today's conversation. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, everyone. Bye.